0: everyone and welcome to another episode of this is awesome who's listening i am josh liebling and i'm joined here with my good friend and colleague diane devone hi diane hi josh
1: on this snowy day (laughs) on this
0: snowy cold day yeah
1: frigid frigid (laughs) (laughs) snowy cold frigid Day in New York. (laughs) Hello. Hello all.
0: (laughs) So if you hear us shivering a little bit, that's that's the that's the explanation.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I'm glad this is a podcast and not a video, because if you saw what I had on, I have a hat, I have half gloves, I have a shawl. (laughs) I'm in my house.
0: I think a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of people on the East Coast are huddled in and just staying by the fire today. I know. Yeah.
1: yeah. I've been cooking for two, the last two days. I haven't cooked like this in a long time. And mm. um, I think this weather, it's just, you know, it's the hibernation. Winter is the hibernation time. The time to go within, the dark time of the seasons. And uh, energetically, I just am so drawn to cooking. Mm. So I, it just felt so great. You know, soups and a stew, and um, oh God, I made sweet potato pie. And it was really, I've always it was wanted really to try
0: nice. sweet potato pie. Oh my God. Yeah, it was. it's delicious. Oh, it so you'll good. You'll have to send me the recipe.
1: Yeah, yeah, I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have to post it
1: somewhere yes. in the podcast for everybody that's listening. <laughs> if anybody can. wants a sweet sweet potato pie recipe, let us know. <laughs> 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 and then I also got this uh, cauliflower pizza uh, pie. Like to make a pizza, it mm. was just like this. It's called a cauliflower pie or something, and then you can make a pizza on it. And it, oh my goodness, it was so delicious. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really... It's a frozen pie crust. You know, it looks like a pizza pie crust. And then you put your toppings on it and bake it for like 14 or 15 minutes. It was absolutely delicious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we we will have to dedicate this episode to food that warms us up. (laughs) Exactly. Right.
1: I know. Well, that's what the winter is. I mean, uh, you know, we were starting about being introspective and what does that look like inspired action Mm. and i think through that it's just kind of being inspired to talk about food because it's sustenance it's how do we survive in this kind of weather in the cold especially in the northeast you know how do you what soothes you what's um what are the what are the rituals? Maybe I mean I could pose this question to you or to all the listeners. Like, what are, do you have rituals that you do that you that sustain you through these darker days, through the months of the cold? I think it's an important thing for us to have some form of ritual that we do yes. from a conscious place.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that question. Um, I just want to remind our listeners also that these are conversations in the moment, and that's why we're just going right into talking about food and sustenance and, and, uh, and everything. And um, I also wanted to say that you might hear some whistling in the background of my apartment. that's so windy that it actually creates this whistle and um, maybe that's part of my ritual, Diane. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <It's>, uh, <laughs> what the whistling? T-
0: tuning into what? the whistle. <laughs> right. Meditating yes. Meditating on the whistle. Yeah. But if yeah, but to answer your question more, I feel like ha- good, good hearty foods is definitely a ritual for me, and and soups. I eat a lot of soups in the winter. I feel like they really warm me up, and mm. and. Um, help give me that vitality that I might not get from having a salad during the winter that I need something a little Mm -hmm. hefty, hefty, hefty. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, because it's, it's, uh, when you talked about sustenance, it's how do we keep our organs warm? you know, what's the, you know, in Chinese medicine, uh, there's all of these uh, types of foods and exercises, what and even acupuncture. I mean, how do we heat our organs? You know, my kidneys uh, get cold in the winter, and I'll always wear something around. You know, I always wear something around my waist, actually, or uh, or or a cotton t-shirt underneath. You know, my clothes to keep my back and my kidneys warm. I mean, I think that these are things that people just don't think about. So again, I'm kind of posing this question to everyone out there to think about, you know, when you, when you, have, when you have wind blowing or, uh, you know, to feel your kidney energy, to feel the energy in your back. And, oh, you, you know, people go, oh, I have this lower back pain. And sometimes it's your kidneys are cold. <laughs> and, you know, and I think that these are things that people just don't think about. This is not something that we're taught. It's like, oh, my kidneys are cold. Who says that?
0: You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, now I know one person. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it. I, I know. Do
0: you ask for extra hugs around the waist in order <laughs> to... <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You could, you could do spooning, you could be, you know, that's a good kidney warmer. Yes. (laughs) If you're the one on the inside. (laughs) 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 Or we could get into another whole conversation here if we wanted more than two in a a spooning position.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also to go back to what you said with sustenance. I feel like it connects to when you are in a weaker state, like when you're when you're open to weakness, when circumstances, be it the weather, be it something in your life, emotional, that's not something that's happening to your body, but something to your your, um, your emotions or your mind. What kind of sustenance do you take in in order to help you in those situations? For me, I feel like um, when it's when I'm going through a time where I feel particularly weak, I do things that uh, soothe. And it's interesting that it's another S word: the sustenance and the Mm -hmm. to sustain ourselves, or also soothe be it that if that's um, having a special meal, a special dessert, watching a favorite movie, that's a big one for me, that a movie can take me back into a, 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 a state where I feel comforted by the characters, by the story. It, it kind of aligns me in a way that brings me back home to when I first saw the movie or home to where the themes and the motifs from the movie um energetically charge me up and fill me with with energy that feels um like it's um a a form of sustenance, as if I'm eating yeah. something. Mm. Those are the things that come to, to my mind. Mm.
1: Yeah, I really I again I lo- I love this because it's just so organic and you know we're in the moment of it and as you're saying that I'm I'm, think- I'm listening and I'm thinking I uh, I I'm actually I'm kind of like moving on your words not so much thinking it's just it, it's in the moment of realizing that books have that for me. And um, actually holding a book, you know, I mean, I do, I, I read so much. And, you know, a lot of books now are on, you know, Kindle or iBook or eBook, whatever you call it. And, you know, it's digital. And yet I... I'm so thrilled every time I can get a, a book at the library and, you know, just hold that book and read it and feel it and feel into it. And I think I've talked about this before. I'm not sure. But but when I read a book, I just get so engrossed in the characters and the story and, and it's a it's – a, um, my imagination takes off. And that's so – Exciting to me because it's I then get to do the whole thing, the scenery, the plot, the people, the what they look like, what I believe they look like, what they're wearing. You know, even if it's described, it's also through my own imagination. So yeah. I, I really love that experience. And I could go on a whole journey. Uh, I do go on a whole journey reading. And, um, you know, so that's that's my way of just really going within and being in, introspective and inspired by the writers, by the reading,
0: mm.
1: by my own journey, my own world in that.
0: That's so cool. It's I felt that way about reading too, and I also see the parallels between what you're talking about and also when I talked about watching a movie, there's something about enveloping yourself in a story that uh, sustains us. Um, and, and gives us uh, like a, some sort of boost. I, I saw a movie last night. I saw the movie Lady Bird, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. And beforehand, I was um, waiting to get the tickets and I was doing some people watching and people were coming in and out of the theater, buying tickets, leaving, waiting for a friend or a loved one to join them at the movies. And I was thinking, wow, we us people, we just love going to be entertained we love stories mm-hmm. <laughs> we love getting lost in in or maybe getting found i should say in, <laughs> like in these characters right. um there's it, just something really exciting about it be it a movie be it a book be it a theater right what is it about huh. this experience that that uh gives us so much
1: Hmm. Well, you know, again, what comes to me as you're saying that, well, when I'm reading, I'm generally alone, you know, so I'm by myself, but so I'll, I'll kind of go into and then, but yet I'm really not by myself because I'm entertained by all the characters, you know, so there's all the characters in the book that I'm reading that come to life in my mind you know, and I think that that's such a huge uh, part of my imagination, my creativity, you know, so there's that just kind of came through to me as you were talking just now, Mm -hmm. you know, saying, what is it about us, but us as human beings, we're social. And, you know, I think I was just having a conversation, something along these lines today, that Like, what is it? We're not in community anymore. You know, we all live in our apartments or our homes and we're all separated. And, you know, everybody's looking for their tribe now. I mean, there's a big buzzword, you know, like, where is my tribe? And people are looking for their tribe because we're so out of touch. So we go to work and then we're not uh, so many statistically so many people aren't happy with what they do. You know, they're not happy with their jobs. So they're complaining but at least they're complaining in a group that wants to hear them because they're complaining too. Mm. You know, and then they become and then you become is like a camaraderie. So, you know, that's what comes to me in this. I mean, maybe that's more than what you were thinking about but in my mind like that's where it goes because We're looking for connection. We want to connect. And, you know, it even goes back to the whatever tribes or uh, indigenous people where they had storytelling around a fire. Or when parents read to children, you know, when when we're read to, um, there's a certain energetic quality. There's a certain connectedness. And, And that's, I believe, that that, that's the way I see it. When you talk about watching people and being in the theater and people connecting, I mean, what do you what do you think about
0: that? I I agree with that. I agree that it's it touches something in our humanity. And I love what you said about about listening to stories around the fire and that was tribal and also that buzzword of the tribe. And um, we are looking for kindred spirits, but at the same time, I feel like that's been a part of the human existence always. And and what you said was interesting is that you find now we are disconnected more than in the past, you said that. And uh, I'd like to touch upon that as well. But another thing I, that came to me that I wanted to bring up was I, I went to an art museum last week and there was a painting depicting Roman times where there was one poet or storyteller uh, talking to uh, a group of three or four people and the, the three or four people had um, old school instruments and then and and you saw that they would they were gazing at the storyteller or the poet and there were initials I think the poet's initials uh, in the upper right hand corner of like, the uh, stone of where he was talking. And I read the description that said, uh, that means that the, his, his audience uh, really liked him, that they that they really felt connected to him. <laughs> and one of the uh, people, in the painting, um, were, they were lying down, it was an adult, but he was lying down like a kid, where he was on the floor on his belly with his arms holding his, his uh, face up, smiling looking at the poet with with clee like oh my gosh what what story are we going to hear today what faraway land or (laughs) what theme or what human element experience are we going to learn about today and the the wonder of that Mm. so i i I, I, that's just what sparked in me with, with that that i i love that that it's it's that connects with the idea that it's been going on for such a long time that we love this experience. Right. And um to go back to your other point saying how now is a time where you feel like we're we're looking for our tribe that that's the buzzword. Um I'd love to get your thoughts on that and then um share my thoughts on that as well.
1: Mm.
0: Well, first I want to
1: say, wow, in your description of this <laughs> painting. <Yeah. laughs> oh, my God. That was so cool. I mean, I really got a whole visual mm. in your description. It was so beautiful.
0: Oh, and wow. I was
1: thinking to myself, this is one painting? <laughs>
0: <You know? laughs> it was a very cool painting. And I took a postcard version because I wanted to remember it because wow. it really spoke to me.
1: Yes, and now it spoke to me through you. you know? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I mean, really, that was really a – I was so uh, – I was like writing on your words. Mm. You know, that was a st- – you were in the midst of telling a story.
0: Wow, wow. You're to- <laughs> I love that you said that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was in it. I could have been – we could have been around a fire and you were the storyteller.
0: wow. I- what a connection you just made that it, just by talking about it we are doing what we were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> you see, and that is us being in the moment. <laughs> mm. That was just just being in the fullness of what just transpired and what happened in that. It's it's so incredibly alive to me
0: and uh-huh. so present. And you used your imagination, I'm sure, to create what I was describing, the, the man on his belly with his hands holding his head up and the initials and the instruments and everything and how it's right. Roman times and they're in, in those uh, ro- robes type of uh, attire. Right. And I, I love it that it's, it's, it's painting that picture. Uh, just as the picture was painted that I saw, I was painting the picture to you. Right, right, and to everyone that's listening,
1: to, to now maybe each person. I'm just going to say this as a meditation: to take a deep breath and reflect on what was just what Josh just described to us. Because we're we're if you're, you're listening to this, we were all in that, and it's these subtle the subtle nuances of everything that's happening in every moment that we kind of. That gets passed over, gets overlooked or passed by.
0: Uh, hmm. I, was, I missed that last part. Can you repeat that? Sure. That, in other words, I'm saying
1: that each person who's listening, including myself, to be able to really reflect on what you. Said and what you described to us and how each person can then go into their own experience as they were listening, as you are listening to us, as you, the listeners, are listening to Josh describe that painting. What did you see? What did you feel? Did you paint a picture of your own in your own mind? Mm. And I think that that those are the subtle nuances that... These things are happening every day in every moment, and they're being passed by because we're so busy and we're uh, not you know we're not taking the time to what, what is it to stop and smell the roses so to speak
0: yes yes i I love what you said also about taking it in and letting the listeners uh be aware of the painting that they drew for themselves. And I was also going to say that it could be that they weren't painting that picture, but they were thinking about a time where they listened to a story or another time in their experience that it could also um, bridge a memory or an emotion or a feeling by being in that story. That part of being in the story is that it takes you to another story or another story. Right. And I think that's so cool. And, yes. and to your point about the that sometimes we let it pass by, yes, I, I feel like for me, it oscillates where I am in the moment and I am feeling the stories and how they're, one of my favorite quotes is by Robert McKee and he talks about how um, stories are the currency of human life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just love the poetry of that. And I feel like oftentimes that is what I'm doing in in my daily life is taking in the stories of my life and others and and um, and we're exchanging it together. It's like this energetic exchange of stories. And there are times where I notice where I might not maybe be in full gratitude of that um of that exchange of that currency of that you know how people say have gratitude for your money and, and what you earn it's the same thing having gratitude for those stories that you're receiving the stories mm-hmm. from others and the stories that that you create for yourself that are empowering that are are really vivid and alive mm-hmm. an example that comes to me also is um, I get a, a daily email from uh, great big story which is a website where they produce stories about uh people about animals about the earth it's great it's great uh storytelling and Mm. it's quick maybe two and a half three minute stories and i uh save them in my inbox and and i i usually wait for a time to where i could uh appreciate them but then there are other moments where i uh want to clean out my inbox and I, I feel weighed by email sometimes and I want to clear it out and I might um, click it and go to the story or um, and want to watch it just to get it over with just to say that I watched mm-hmm. it and I have to watch myself when I do that because um, it's not, it's the experience isn't as joyous then and it's it's. I think it connects in some ways to what you're saying and how sometimes we could be fast in our lives and not take in. So yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I just I really enjoy everything you just expressed. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, watching, you know, you said I have to. I just watch it to get it over with, and I, I think it this kind of just spirals back around to how we started, inspired action. So the inspire is it inspired? You're inspired to clean out your emails, you know, the email box. A- am I inspired to truly read this? And I think a lo- you know a lot of us do that. I just want to clean this up because we get so much. there so we're being overloaded with information. So
0: um, exactly, that's yeah. that, that's a good point. That it's so much information that it could be a lot. I mean, in, in however many years ago we didn't have email, something that conscious that continuously draws our attention away from the present moment, as a, as an amazing of an invention as it is. It's it's. I guess with anything, there's positives and and negatives or things that are strengths and weaknesses, things that, you know, but um, it's interesting how uh, I wonder, well, we talked about that in the previous podcast about... um, how there's always something in humanity that is speeding us up, so to speak. I use the examples right. of like the horse carriages, <laughs> but, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but how when people were traveling like that, they'd be like, "What? How? Do I, we, we could get there through horse? Right. This is crazy." <laughs> but mm. so it's just interesting to think about it as we go faster and faster. Does that take us? I could see it taking away and adding to what has always made us human. Because mm-hmm. in my example, I am clicking this email to watch a video about a story that I wouldn't have known otherwise. And yet if I click it and watch it to get it over with, then it wouldn't fully hit me or I wouldn't fully enjoy it as other time. So it's it's what you use with it. It's what you consciously do with with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do.
1: And I think what comes to me in this is to, because we're being bombarded, and I agree with you, I think that there are really a lot of things about this time Space, what's called time-space reality, that is so incredible, and I'm so excited to be alive in this experience that we're having in our in our human experience. I mean, I feel so thrilled to be a part of this, and I think I tried to put in, um, like I talked about, rituals or or things to slow myself down, you know, to be able to be in connection with the speed. So if I can slow myself down, it, it might sound like a, I think it's like a, almost like a paradox. It's slowing myself down so that I'm connected to myself to be able to be prepared to be in the quick pace. So if that is, I mean, I do a morning ritual every morning, um, you know, whether it's just, it's a stretching for 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Um, uh, I, 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 try not to look at my emails or my phone. As soon as I wake up, I generally lay in bed for, it could be anywhere from five minutes to 15 minutes to just really connect with my body, connect with myself to see where I'm at as I have woken up after a, delicious night's sleep you know and I I mean I enjoy sleeping so it's you know so it's I give myself a lot of time and I feel very fortunate that I have the ability to do that because that's that's what sets my day in motion and I think again I want to pose the question to everyone to possibly think about how you wake up and what you do if you're jumping up out of bed you know you go and you and make your coffee or whatever. And, you know, it's it's like these are, okay, so do it with a level of connection and consciousness to what you're doing. That will change
0: everything. Hmm. The key words there are connection and consciousness. Right. And I love what you said and what spoke to me also was how it's, you said it prepares you for the speed of the day. hmm by anchoring into your morning ritual, right. I do that too. And another thing that occurred to me is sometimes I um, use my conscious connection to slow down in the speed. Mm. Like if I know that I'm going really fast and in, in writing emails or, or or doing something in work or anything, sometimes I recognize where it, when it takes me to a level of speed where it, it it takes me over and I'm not conscious about it and I slow down to be conscious within that speed. Nice. It, I love that. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's subtly different.
1: Right. Yeah, that it, it's subtly different because you're in it. You're in it through awareness. You're acknowledging that you're moving at a quicker pace and you're acknowledging that you want to slow it down and you're also acknowledging that this is where I am at this moment and you're in all of it.
0: Exactly. Hmm.
1: So I just looked at the time and I'm thinking, wow, 30 minutes have passed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It went by pretty fast. Yeah,
1: well, we're, when we're in the flow, you know, again, that's another thing. How do we get into the flow? I feel like we, we're in a flow. We're in a flow of uh, a dialogue, that a dialogue that's flowing, a dialogue that's with ease mm. and connection.
0: Yes, mm. and I, I love this idea of how does ease and connection and dialogue affect time. And mm-hmm. in this case for me it time went very fast. Right. Me too. Hmm. Yeah.
1: And I love to that's another question to pose. I, I think it's just today. I just feel, you know, maybe very reflective and want to engage people because I feel like when you're getting up or when you're getting in your car, if you're getting on a train or getting on a bus or walking, to do it with connection to what you're doing as opposed to being just doing it because it's your routine to do it with embodiment, Mm. to do it with awareness to what you're doing, to do it possibly with joy and being in rejoicing that you're going to have a delicious cup of coffee or a cup of tea or lemon water or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, whatever that might be for each of us to do it with presence that's you. That's the meditation to me.
0: Mm. That's that's our the homework for <laughs> you and I and our listeners.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And I, I want to add too that you, just like Diane said, it's all about presence, consciousness. Even if you are taking that walk and you're and you want to daydream at the same time, then you're conscious in connection about walking and daydreaming you could yeah. also be present about just walking it's it's up to you it's all your present thing right oh and now, thank you oh <laughs> thank you diane <laughs> oh, <of course. laughs> i was gonna say now we're in presence of coming to a close
1: uh, yes yeah <laughs> yeah bringing it to a close yeah Thank you. Thank this you.
0: Really,
1: yeah, really wonderful. And thank you all for listening. Just in such
0: appreciation. Yes, thank you for listening. And if if you feel moved, we'd love to hear from you. You could leave a review on iTunes or a comment on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time.
1: Yes, we will see you next time. And I did want to say that we we'll be we post these on Mondays. We try to do these on every, every Monday that um, the podcast will be uh, up. Yeah. Your, yeah.
0: So be on the lookout. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Until next time.
0: Until next time. Goodbye.